Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Apparently I Exist. I'm your host, Carla. And, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, a little life update like I do with all the episodes. Today's been a tough week. It's been a really tough week, all right? I've been working like a dog day and night. But, you know, we get in this bag still, but I've been working really hard, you know, really adulting, really into this whole adulting thing. And, yeah, this week was really rough. That's why I'm posting today on Saturday. Hopefully you guys are listening to this. Great weekend. There's supposedly a hurricane coming towards Southern California. And it's actually crazy that we have a hurricane warning and people are like, oh my God, that's so crazy. But like, no, that's actually bad because that means climate change is real. Because what do you mean hurricane? We have cold ass water. There's no tropical here. So yeah, it's real and it's coming. And I don't really think it's going to be like hurricane, hurricane. I really just think it's going to be a lot of rain. But still, that's pretty scary and people should take it seriously. But anyways, I'm really tired. I just came back from the gym. I just ate. So I'm feeling good. And I'm going to talk about this. So my whole podcast, like everything, you know, you know, sometimes I bring up like the same topics. So I talk about relationships. I talk about um, adulting. I talk about being Gen Z and stuff like that. But all of it is centered around being a teenage girl in her 20s, which I am because I'm literally 17, but I'm also 22. You know what I mean? So yeah, my whole podcast is centered around adulting, you know, figuring shit out. And I just wanted one episode to focus on that sole thing, being a teenage girl in your 20s. And if you're a girl, if you're a woman, You understand me. You understand what it means to be a teenage girl in her 20s. And it means, for me, it basically means like not feeling like an adult yet. And missing those years when you were a teenage girl and wanting to go back and feeling like a girl rather than a woman. Because like, I refer, sometimes I like, still refer to myself as a girl. I still refer to people, other people as a girl, which is probably bad and it's kind of disrespectful. You know, I should call them women. But I don't feel like a woman. Like, I am a woman. I know that I'm a woman. I'm a grown adult. (sighs) Sorry, guys. No, girl, I do not want to back up. But I also don't feel like an adult. Like, I still feel like a teenager. Because when I was a teenager, I had no idea what I was doing. I'm still figuring shit out. And I was having fun. But I didn't really have any responsibilities. And now, you know, I'm not immature. I have responsibilities. I have to make my appointments or whatever. I have a job, you know. But I'm still kind of lost. And, you know, eventually I know that I'm going to find my way. But I'm, I am still feel kind of lost. But I'm still having fun. But, you know, it's like being a teenager, like being in your 20s is like being a teenager and still having fun and finding that balance. But you're also lost. But you just have responsibilities. So everything. But you just have responsibilities now. And you can't really rely on anybody else but yourself. And I think when you grow up, you kind of realize that, nothing is really holding you back that's a fucking lie actually I was gonna say like nothing is really holding back by yourself but that can mean into different things like I mean like mentally obviously there's like you know physical obstacles if you're um injured or something but like and also money and like the fucking social structure and the hierarchy but I'm talking about like mentally like the way what the fuck am I even talking about right now? I'm literally going so off topic. But okay, now I'm getting back to this. Why do I relate to being a teenage girl? 
I truly always believe that I will always be a girl. Like, it doesn't matter what age you are. Like, as a woman, I think you're always going to want to be a girl. Like, nostalgia is such a big thing for me. And, like, I miss being a teenager. Like, it was fun. And I was having fun, even though I was super depressed and fucking sad. You know, looking back, it's just, like, I miss that. You know what's crazy also? So, I'm doing a scrapbook. And I'm, like, trying to get, like, all the years, you know, one through the age I am now and I asked my mom like do you have any middle school photos of me like me in like seventh grade eighth grade ninth grade tenth grade because I couldn't find shit I like couldn't find anything and she was like you didn't let me take pictures of you at all like there's no pictures because you would not let me take pictures of you and I remember because when I was 15 we went to Hawaii and in all the fucking pictures, bitch, my posture was so bad, first of all. I, you could tell on my face that I didn't want to take the picture, and I looked so mad and so annoyed. And I was like, now I get it. Now I get it why my, mom's, my mom wants to keep those memories and wants to take pictures all the time. And I was just being a bratty teenager, and I didn't want to do it. You know, obviously, I'm not that same bratty teenager anymore. I still have the same attitude, though, so don't fuck with me. Don't play with me. You know, it's a little dialed down, but, you know, I still have that. But I miss it. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I feel like for women especially, that girlage, that girly teenage girl type of joy, like, never goes away. As again, like, no matter how old you are, you're still going to love your dolls. When you get pregnant and you have, let's say, a daughter or a son, that's going to be your doll. Because, like, as long as they don't, like, until they talk, that's going to be your doll. Because you're going to be dressing them up in whatever clothes you like. You know, they're basically not a person yet. I don't feel like babies are a person yet until they really start, like, they're, like, seven or something. Because, like, their brain is still developing. And, like, a lot of people don't remember the shit they did when they were five or when they were four. And they only truly remember, like, the pictures that they had taken. Like, you're not a full person yet until, like, you're eight years old. And I fully stand by that. Or, like, until you're in school or something traumatizing happened. Because I remember when I was in preschool... I remember this particularly little story time so i was I, I wasn't doing shit i was fucking innocent i was like the innocent person but some fucking tattleteller bitch he said that i moved something and i touched something and he was like she moved it carly moved it and the teacher came up to me she was like she came up to me she pointed her fucking ugly ass finger in my face and she was like don't do that don't and i started crying i like literally I was so shy back then that I just started crying. And I was like, I did it. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't do it. And he was like laughing at me. And I hope that he is broke. I hope that he has no car. He's unemployed. And he's ugly. Well, he was ugly. And, you know, I'll still hold that grudge to that day. Because fuck you, man. Like, I, you know, I'm not the type of person who holds grudges. But that certain moment, I will. And then um, she's still working at the elementary school that I went to so I saw her again I was like bitch I'll never forget when you blame me for that shit because also like how do teachers not know when somebody's telling or there's somebody like you know somebody's lying because he was the troublemaker I was the innocent one I would never do shit so like why are you gonna fucking blame me the fuck a little racially motivated anyways <laughs> um I'm going so off topic that's how you know my brain is scattered like this week has been rough truly rough anyways i don't know if being a teenage girl like i don't know if that applies to men i think 
for women and girls, you have to grow up way faster than men. And it's actually really fucking crazy because there's this thing that mothers, Hispanic mothers, Latino mothers, they will treat their boys different than their girls. I feel like girls are expected to learn how to clean earlier. Like you need to clean this. Like when you're before these guests come, you need to clean the floor, you know, wash the dishes, you know, wash the toilet. And for men and like for boys, they don't have to do all that shit. The women have to, they have to cook, they have to clean. Oh, let's do this before your dad comes home. Let's do this before your brother comes. Let's, let's make sure this house is clean or whatever. And it's just like, I don't understand, especially in the Latino community, why like we have to do it for men. Like my, like in my family, like it's not like we have to cook for the men. Like in Thanksgiving, you know, some of the men have cooked, so they will cook and then all the women clean. Like, I think that's fair. You know, you cook, I clean or vice versa or whatever. But if somebody is doing like one gender is doing all the work and catering to you, you're not going to fucking help them. Like, that's wrong. That's wrong. Like, OK, let's take an example. So I'm not going to say what, when or where this happened, but I was at lunch and there was, you know, a lot of girls there. And there was one guy and this was like not a lunch at a brunch or whatever, not to a restaurant. It was like we were we brought our own food. And this guy, he said, well, they asked him like, oh, what are you having for lunch? And he was like, oh, I don't know yet. And I was like, what? Like in my head, I was I was just listening, you know, eating my food. I was like, what the fuck do you mean? You did not like pack your own lunch or what? He's like, let's see what my mom put me like. Let's see what my mom put. I don't know what she put. And I literally froze like. I think like everybody was like everybody then like laughed a little nervously because it was like your mom still packs your food, <laughs> you know, and I like even me, I was like, wait, your mom packs food and you're like a grown ass man. So like, OK, I understand like sometimes my mom will do that, too. Like she'll cut me like little apples or whatever. But like in terms of packing my own lunch and stuff, like I have to do that shit, like whatever's in the fridge, I will put that. I'll eat the leftovers. So, you know, I'm like literally the like scrapper over here i'm scrapping that shit anyways but i was just like at your grown ass prehistoric age your mom is packing your food that was crazy to me because my mom would call me fucking lazy for not packing my own fucking food and sometimes i am lazy and i starve myself because i'm so lazy to like cut some tomatoes or whatever and that's just crazy to me because that's literally crazy is it not like I feel like that should stop around like when you're in high school or something or maybe like high school. Like I know it's like an affection thing. Your mom is always going to be there for you and she's always going to want to take care of you. But like there's a point in time where that like you got to start doing your own stuff. So that took me back a little bit. I was just like a woman and like it's so different for us because we are taught to do there's so many standards. There's so many beauty standards for this. Society holds up, not like on a pedestal, but we're expected to do these things all the fucking time and uphold this type of standard all the time. And that's literally impossible. And this is something that the Barbie movie talked about, which I'm also going to be talking about later on. But for men, they don't have all those standards. They don't have to be perfect all the time. They don't have to shave their armpits. They don't have to shave their legs. They don't have to get their eyebrows studded. They don't have to worry if they smell. If they smell whatever, that's a manly man thing. They don't have to wear, worry about what they wear, whatever they wear. This, you know, it's, I mean, I'm not talking about every man here, but like 
that's like majority. You don't have to worry about that. Women do. Because God forbid some guy sees us with armpit hair or leg hair and they think we're gross. They think we're unhygienic when human hair is a natural thing and they can literally fucking braid their fucking hair, which is everybody should trim their hair. First of all, like that's fucking nasty. Like, bitch, what? The reason why you smell so bad is because your armpit hair is like literally a perm. Like it is so long and you can braid that shit. That is gross. But it's a manly thing, you know, so they can have it, but we can't. That is what I don't understand. And I'll go into that later. But going back to being a teenage girl, like I still have my stuffed animals. I still have my dolls. I told my mom, like, never give away my dolls because I'm going to keep them for my next generation when I have kids. If I have kids, I really don't know yet. Like, I'm keeping that shit and I never want to let it go because it holds so many memories for me. And like, I'm very like, I I love memories and I love keeping them. Like I literally have a box full of letters that my friends gave me, like all the birthday cards from Winston. So like, since I was like 12, I have kept them all. Like I have a full box and I have pictures in it. And I hold nostalgia so big for me, like literally so big. Like that's why I think I'm kind of like a hoarder in a way because I keep a lot of shit, but it's like, Everything has meaning to it. And like, if something has meaning to it, I'm going to keep it. Like, I will never give those away because they carry so many memories and I will cherish those memories always. And I feel like it's always good to have a physical thing. You know, like, obviously, like, clean clean out your clutter. If like you really don't need it, throw it away. But if it really holds something special with you, I feel like you should keep that. You know, because then it's going to be fun. When, like, you're older and your kids can look through that shit, you know, and be like, oh, my God, this was back then. Like, I think that's really cool. And I think about that, like, constantly. Um. Also, why I feel like a teenage girl, it's so weird, like, being in your 20s. Because, like, you're old enough to drink and drive and get your own apartment and sign your own lease and stuff. Like, unless your parents help you out, you can do all of that by yourself if you have the money. But you still feel like a 15-year-old girl. You still feel like you've barely lived life or you don't know what to do with it. Even though only 22, I'm not even old yet. I'm not even at the quarter of life. And people say your life really starts at 25. But for women, it's a whole different thing because the time is constantly ticking for you. Because if you want to have kids, the right... I saw this thing on YouTube, you know, when they have the wired, ask the professional thing. They said, like, the best time to have babies in, is 25. And obviously that was back then. Now it's a lot different. Women have jobs now. They have things to do. A lot of people are sitting back, you know, having babies. Some people are having no babies at all, whatever. I talked about this in the previous episode, previous periods. But things are changing now. But, like, it's a ticking time on because if you have kids at 40, they are going to come out fucked up. And I'm, that's maybe, like, messed up, but they're going to come out, you know not the way you want them to so it's like when do we really win i just i'm just i'm not lost i hate admitting that i'm lost and like a couple days ago i had to kind of be like i am lost like i have these things and i'm grateful to have these things i'm grateful to have a job i'm grateful to have a roof over my head and grateful for my parents and the supportive systems that I have or whatever, et cetera, et cetera. But I just, I just feel like a teenager. Again, like I don't, like, oh, marriage? Marriage 
sounds crazy to me when I see friends or, you know, not even friends, but like just people I knew in high school or elementary school having babies and posting their babies on Instagram and posting their engagement rings. It's wild to me because it was like you were you're you're my age. You're, you were literally I knew you when you were 13 and there was when you're 13, you're not even think about having kids or having like getting married or whatever. And then now you're the same age as me and you're getting married and your life is starting, like your actual life, you're building your own family. That's crazy to me. And that's not even in my mind right now. And like relationship is a whole other thing. That's another time taking thing for me. Like I'm constantly thinking about that. Like when is that going to happen? When's that going to happen? But I can't because, you know, it's going to come to me and it will come to me soon. But I, there's so many things that I want to do, right? And I don't know. If I can do all of them, I want to do all of them. And I really do like the dreams I have, I want to be able to achieve them. Like I want to have no regrets when I die. But it's like, is it possible in this day and age? Is it possible? Because like there's so many layers to stuff like that. And I still feel like a teenager. I also like being young. You know, that's a whole other connotation with women. Like we have to say young. But you will always be a 17-year-old girl at heart, girl. Always, always, always. But going back to that topic, like, now that I graduated college, I'm like, this is it. And I've talked about this before. Like, after college, and if you don't decide to go to grad school or whatever. Because people will literally go to grad school or go take another school or whatever just to delay adulting. And I'm not even lying about that. People will delay adulting and go to grad school and get themselves into so much debt that when they come out they're like fuck my life I shouldn't have done that right and it's just life after you graduate like is this what I wanted is this what I pictured when I was a teenager wanting to be a grown-up so bad no a lot of people are scared to go to get old for me you know it's a little scary but I'm not technically scared of getting old I'm just scared of getting old and not living out the dreams that I've had for my career and my life like that I've had for the longest time I'm scared of being stuck and lost and I'm kind of feeling that right now and I hate you know when people are like oh you know nobody was like are you lost or whatever like I just hate doing that and I had to admit it a bit because I'm not completely lost I'm just kind of like what path am I going to go on right now because people around me, like, they seem to have their path figured out. Not, I'm not talking about everyone. But, like, most people, they're like, okay, I'm going to do this and this. And then a lot of it is, like, it's okay to not have that path figured out quite yet because I'm still young. And there's so many things that I want to do. But it's like, you know, where do you start? Because there's so many places that you can start. You know? And I just don't want to be stuck. I don't want to be, like, old and be like, I should have done this, I should have done this. Like, no. I, I want to be like, I'm satisfied with what I've done. I just want to be satisfied. And really, honestly, nobody in life is completely happy. Like, no matter what job you get, it's not going to make you fully happy. Even, like, in dance, you know, it stresses me the fuck out sometimes and I get injured because of it. But I'm going to still do it because I love it and I have a passion for it. And I truly believe if something makes you happy, you know, rather than just like taking that office job just because it pays well, like I feel like it's really not about the money. You really have to be passionate about something and know like even if it stresses you out, like everything's going to stress you out. It's about being satisfied in your life and being stable. It's not about having all these houses and mansions or whatever, which is nice, which is like kind of the goal for everybody. 
but it, money doesn't fulfill you all the way because like you have all this money and like what are you gonna do with it because i feel like if you just have an abundance of something it's gonna like wait what do i do with this now because bitch if i won the lottery i wouldn't want i would not know what to do with that money i'd be like mom like what do i do like <laughs> i literally don't know what to do okay it's it's scary guys life is scary 20s is scary but it's all about figuring it out i heard this thing they're like don't even worry about it if you're in your 20s like it's all about figuring shit out when you're 30 like i feel like that that's when it gets kind of real that's when you're like oh you're 30 you're not old but like you an adult adult like you have your shit figured out whatever it's scary but now i'm gonna talk about the barbie movie and i've been wanting to talk about it i mentioned it a couple times so i've seen it twice it made me cry the first time. Obviously, it made me cry every time I watched it. But the second time hit me really hard. And what sums up this movie perfectly, Barbie is for the teenage girl in their 20s. Teenage girls in their 20s. Like, the character Gloria, played by the brilliant America Ferreira, is literally just a 30-year-old teenage girl. Like, she literally is. And, you know, Barbie spoilers or whatever. But basically in the movie, there is Barbie world. Then there is the real world. And all the Barbies are like, oh, yeah, we fixed all the problems for women. We made them feel happy, whatever, because we're dolls. We made them perfect. We never, we show them that Barbie can be anything because there's like a Barbie doctor. There's a Barbie lawyer. Like all the fucking Barbie land is ruled by women or whatever. And the cans are just there. They're like, you're literally just an accessory. And they go to the real world and they find that it's like literally the opposite there. Women are the accessory to the men. And Oh my god, and I'm thinking about that scene where they where they were skating on Venice Beach and then they saw this poster of like woman bikinis and then Barbie was like, oh my god, look, it's the Supreme Court. I was like, girl, that was actually really funny and I love Greta Gerwig. <gasps> Damn, I love Greta Gerwig for that and Noah Baumbach. Um, it's literally for the teenage girls. Like, I literally don't know what to say. But basically, Barbie finds out that the real world real world isn't what she thought it was going to be and she gets all sad about it and she's like whatever and um let me talk about so the moments i cried in barbie was the teenage girl and mother dynamic because any teenage girl and mother dynamic is always going to get me because that reminds me of the relationship that i had when i was a teenager with my mom and i feel like being a teenager a teenage girl and like that mom relationship is so like, watch Lady Bird. Like, I literally, when I watched Lady Bird, I was like, that's me and my mom when I was, like, 14. And, you know, that's literally us. And nobody really understands that. And I feel like that's why so many girls, so many women love that movie. Because it's like, they literally saw themselves on screen. And the pain of, like, your mother not understanding you and not having your back, but your dad having your back. Like, it hurts you even more because it's like, you're like, girl, you're supposed to be on my side you know, so that made me cry when they had like the montage or whatever. And then she thought like they weren't getting along. And Barbie thought it was the daughter, but it was actually the mother. And the speech, of course, the iconic speech and the montage at the end got me. Let's break down. I'm out of breath. Let's break down the speech a little bit. So in the speech, she talks about how women always have to be extraordinary and live up to societal expectations. 
but that's impossible. She literally says, being a woman is impossible. And the first time I saw the speech, I was like, in the theaters, I was like, oh my God, wait, this kind of sounds like redundant or whatever. The second time I watched it, I cried. And I was like, I can't believe I thought that that was redundant when it's literally the truth. And I I was like, oh my God, I was a man in that moment because obviously it's like some men watch this movie and they didn't love it and they thought it was stupid. They thought it was redundant. And they said, oh my God, when are women going to stop complaining? Like, we're not like, okay, first of all, we have every reason to complain because we can never win against you. Like, no matter what we do, there's always going to be something that they're going to nitpick and say it's wrong. Like, with the Barbie movie, they're like, this movie sucks. It's going to do so bad. Barbie's stupid. Like, whatever. And it's like, this movie is not even bad. Like, you can't even say it's bad. But you don't like it because women are in the forefront. And the Kens, like, they, a lot of them got mad because the Kens were not at the, like, they were seen as, like, the villains or whatever. And it's like, Ken is not a villain in the movie sure he probably is the antagonist at some point because like the ken thing whatever but ken is literally a blank canvas like he didn't know he went to the real world and then he learned patriarchy and he came back and did that because he thought it was a good thing and then he even said like i was kind of bored of patriarchy when i learned about when i learned it wasn't about horses so where is he like it's literally it's like i fucking hate that men cannot realize like a lot of these movies, a lot of the things that women say, it's like holding up a mirror. Like, why can't you see that you're the fucking problem? Why do you have to blame everyone else? Either they don't want to admit it or they're just fucking stupid and they lack brain cells. And I'm sorry if you're a man and you're, you know, if you're listening to this, I'm with you. You're not one. I, it's not all men. I understand that. I understand that. But you have to understand that it is a majority of men. It's a majority of them. And it's like, no matter how hard you try, you will never understand until you become, like, until you're a woman. You will never understand the struggle. Like, the speech talks about Barbie. She feels like, I'm not pretty anymore. I'm not this extraordinary Barbie character anymore. And it's like, how can you think that? America's America Ferrer's character is like, how can you think that? You're literally so pretty. And I can't believe you feel like that. And you're literally a plastic doll. That's crazy to me. And I think, oh my God, I'm literally going to start crying. And in other Greta Gerwig's movies, she talks about how women, like, they're like so they're capable of so many things, right? Like we're capable of becoming doctors and nurses or whatever, but we have so much heart. And I think a lot of men, and it's not even the man's fault. It's like literally society and how men have to be these manly men. And obviously things are changing. Everyone's evolving. But like I'm talking about traditional ways and things that, that those things stick. Those things stick to people. That kind of ideology in their heads stick to people. That men have to be manly men and women have to be, you know, we're like brought down for being emotional. And I think that's such a beautiful thing to be emotional, be able to cry and be able to emote your feelings. Like, like having a night out with your girls or literally being anywhere and just talking with your, with your girls. Like that is girlhood. That is womanhood. That is what being a woman is all about is being able to share your emotions and being, and just like be open. And I feel like 
men unfortunately are not able to do the same thing because they'll be looked down upon or whatever. And it's not even by women, it's by other men. And I feel like, oh, it like irritates me so much that sometimes women bring themselves down for a man just to please a man, just to impress them. And then it's just like, why can't you just do it for yourself? Why can't you just be extraordinary for like for yourself? And like the Barbie movie, like the second time I watched it, the girl next to me was crying and we were crying together. And I feel like even we didn't like look at each other, we shared a moment, like there was a connection there. And it just made like the reason why the movie made people made women, especially girls, women emotional, because it sums up perfectly what it is to be a woman and how amazing you are and that you're so much more than your looks like it's like it women strangers can like i don't know you just feel protected i feel protected when i'm around women with men like i'm never gonna feel protected and men never have to be scared of that if they're in a room full of women they're happy they're pleased they're not scared of being kidnapped or raped or something bad is gonna happen to them they don't have to worry about that women do and it's just like Oh, like I hate how men are just not all men again, but it's just like I hate, I hate, I hate the way some of them think. And they bring women down for like what, dude, for what? It just angers me so much because it affects women and it affects me. Sometimes I've had, I've like dumbed myself down before for a man, and it's just like for what? Why did I do that? What that was so stupid of me. Why did I do that? I literally don't understand. Sorry, y'all. I had a pause because I had, I literally started crying. <laughs> I started crying just because, like, woman, I'm going to videotape myself. This is so funny. Women are capable of so many things right they're capable of so many things and like when you realize when you get older or like when you're a teenager or whatever you hold yourself back because you think you're doing too much men will say that you're doing too much people in general you're like whoever it is they'll say you're doing too much but you're doing enough and you're doing it for you and there's so many people i'm so tired of men saying that oh, she's doing too much or whatever. She needs to calm down. She needs to chill. Like She thinks she's all that. Like, who says she's doing it for your attention? She's not doing it for you. She's doing it for her, not for you. And that gets me, like, that really grinds my gears. (laughs) Like, women can aspire to whoever you want to be. Like, when when you're younger, people tell you, like, you can do whatever you want. And then you realize, like, being a woman is so much harder because there's so many obstacles you have to go through. People will see you as an object. People will view you like that. People will literally whistle at you like a dog on the street. You have to be scared when you're, it's nighttime and you're walking to your car. You have to look at the back of your car. You need to, like, double lock the doors or whatever. You need to look at under your car to see if somebody doesn't split your freaking ankles you need to make sure, like, okay, somebody's not following you. You need to always look look behind you to make sure 
you know, you're not being followed or nothing like that. Men don't have to worry about that. They don't have to worry about that. Maybe some. But generally, you don't have to worry about being kidnapped, right? Because you have maybe a chance to fight him off. Girls carry pepper spray. When do you see a man carry pepper spray? Like, I'm not, I'm like being for real now. Never. And it's so sad because when you realize that, like the very first time I was sexualized, that's when I was like, oh, this is what it's like. And it's awful because you live all your innocence at that moment. Like not even when you lose your virginity, like when you become sexualized, when you see, when somebody treats you like a fucking piece of meat. Right? It's literally horrible. I just want women to know that together we are stronger. And I think that's why it's so important to be women supporting women. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of controversy with that. But nothing is more beautiful than seeing, like, women together. I have this moment last Friday, literally last Friday. I was dancing with my friends. And we were dancing to 70s music and there was all ages there. And... We were, me and my friends, we were jumping up and down, and we're all in our 20s, and this woman had to, obviously, she was older, she had to be in her 60s, she saw us dancing, and she came up to us and started dancing with us, and it was just like, it was really a full circle moment, because it was like, she's having fun, like, she's young, obviously, age doesn't matter, she can, she can do whatever we want, she was having fun, she was jumping with us, and it was like, we were just dancing, we weren't even saying to each other, we didn't say one single word to each other, but that moment made uh, all of us emotional, like, it was a very, like, I'm watching a movie, like, this is crazy, and that's what woman is all about, it, that's what, like, it just, you can't, you won't understand unless you're a woman. Just know, if you're a girl, if you're a woman, you're amazing and you can do these things and you got to stop being hard on yourself and stop thinking about what other people think and just do what you want to do because you can do it. You're capable of doing it. There's more to life than, you know, all the stupid shit that's like running through your head right now and your looks like getting your eyebrows waxed. Girl, who cares? Who cares? Because men will fuck a dog. They will fuck a piece of shit. They will. And, you know, if you want to, you know, go ahead, do that. But your life is much more than what a man thinks. It is much more than that. And don't let their opinions get to you because they don't get it. They don't understand. And they never will. And you don't have to try to make them understand. Just leave them be because they'll come running back. And if you're a man listening to this, learn something. I'm just kidding. Um, you're literally a G because you're literally listening to this because you're listening to Apparently I Exist podcast. You're a G, bro. You're a G. And, you know, also this is good. If you're a man listening to this, you know, maybe give me some tips. That's good. Y'all, do y'all know that my man, like, the percentage of males who listen to me went down. Like, last month it was up. It was higher than women and now it's down. Which is crazy. So maybe I should stop talking shit about men. And I'm literally not talking shit about you, though. Like, why are you getting offended? <laughs> Anyways, um, that was a moment. Let's go to media.
media. All right, so what have I been listening to? Also, the Camp Vlogna lineup was today, and Lana Del Rey was not there. <gasps> and it, I, I got so angry. I was like, are you fucking serious? What the fuck? Like, my dream, like, I just want to see Lana Del Rey just once. I want to cry. I just want to see her once. Once, bro. Just once. Anyways. <laughs> um, That is crazy. <laughs> okay, literally, what's my media? What have I been listening to? So I've been a little sad recently. So, of course, I've been listening to What Was I Made For? From the Barbie album by Billie Eilish. Of course, I've been listening to that. Like, are you serious? Um, yeah, I've been listening to that. I've also been listening to, let's see, what else? Um, Dancing Queen by ABBA. I've been listening to, oh, um, Bad Idea Right by Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, literally another song for the teenage girl in her 20s. Um, I'm also obsessed with this one song, Hold On, by Taylor Swift. Y'all, I don't even listen to Taylor like that, but this song was like, it was hitting the other day. False God by Taylor Swift. So good. So good. I was like, ooh, it's hidden. It's hidden. It's hidden. Yeah. Those four songs are in what I'm playing right now. In terms of movies, literally the roughest rig. I haven't had time to watch movies and stuff and human shows. But I watched Before Midnight, which is the final movie from the Before trilogy. Um, Literally probably the best out of them. Like Before Sunset is good. But like Before Midnight, damn, that really hit, bro. Five stars. So I watched Before Midnight. I watched Love and Other Drugs with, um, it's a really good rom-com. There's a lot of sex in it, which I didn't even like expect. I was like, damn. Um, three and a half stars, which is not a bad rating. Three and a half stars is not a bad rating, guys. That's a good rating. Um, it was good. It was fun. It was cute. They have like amazing chemistry. And then I watched The Dark Knight, Heath Ledger, best Joker ever. Um, I watched that again. I still haven't watched Oppenheimer. I want to watch it this Saturday before Hurricane in California, which is literally crazy. Um, yeah, but that was the episode. I really appreciate if you listen to this. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Support the podcast. Follow the TikTok. Follow the Instagram. Rate the podcast on Spotify and Apple. Leave a little review. You know, we love the reviews. Let me know what you think about the Barbie movie. What did you think about it? Do you love being a woman? Because I do. And you should love being a woman. You should love being a man. You should love being who you are. Exactly. All right. See you guys next time.